Bible Mission for Jesus Church, located at 6010 West Mill Road, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, for the pastor is Elaine Allen.
to our next election to turn back to God just like Nineveh. The return is the gathering to spark a movement to gather fast, pray, and repent for our wickedness. I, I, I really do feel like as a nation we need to repent. Whether or not we do that on that particular day, I can't say, but I'm saying as a nation, though, we need to go before the Lord because I think the only reason why we are still standing, even as we are now, is because there are saints praying. There are people who are interceding. And but you reach a point where the wickedness becomes so great that the Lord says you only deliver, you only deliver your own soul. You won't even have the opportunity to intercede for anybody else. The wickedness becomes so great, the Lord says he won't uh, forego the punishment. And America is approaching that point where I believe the Lord is going to say, even though we're interceding, the interceding will he'll say, just don't pray. Don't pray for them because you know, the wickedness is so random. Right, that's true. So I'm going to talk about some politics. I don't know. I have some articles that I either found or some people sent to me. And, and I don't want to talk about politics because I'm bashing any one person. Right. I, I think that people need to make an educated vote. I think they need to know their... Um, the people that they're voting for, they need to know what they stand for, they need to know what they intend to do. Um, so this one article says that Joe Biden plans to restore, and as Christians, I think we have a bigger responsibility. So this one article talks about how Joe Biden plans to restore federal funding for Planned Parenthood. And it says that hundreds of family planning clinics have lost federal funding because of the new rules enacted by President Trump's administration. But Joe Biden is pledging to bring the money back. The former vice president said recently that he will restore the funding to uh, Planned Parenthood as part of his Agenda for Women proposal. The wide-ranging plan covers everything from codifying the Roe v. Wade abortion ruling in the Constitution to establishing a national standard for paid family leave. The Obama-Biden administration fought Republican attacks on funding for Planned Parenthood again and again as President Biden will reissue the guidance specifying that states cannot refuse Medicaid funding for Planned Parenthood and other providers and reverse the Trump administration's rule preventing these organizations from obtaining Title X funds. So Planned Parenthood, which operates more than 600 facilities across the United States, chose to forego the fund funding from the federal plan family planning program in August of 19, rather than comply with a rule that prohibited clinics from referring women for abortions. <clears throat> Power to Decide is an organization devoted to prevention of unplanned pregnancies. Estimated that Last year, more than 870 clinics nationwide lost funding after refusing to follow the Trump administration guidance. Um, I, I don't know how every, every Christian feels about abortion. I, I, they should know that it's murder. Right. They should know that it's a sin. They should know. They should recognize that it's a life, <laughs> and that if 
society is successful, he's going to have the country bathed in innocent blood all over again. I mean, not that it hasn't stopped, but it will be a more or less uh, an official okay. And it's like it's official. And I don't think federal funding, I think people should have a right to vote. I don't think my tax dollars should go towards killing an innocent life. Yes, that's what all our tax money going to fund people killing innocent children, or they call them fetuses. So, right, so instead of babies. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I'm thinking, uh, <clears throat> women who don't want their children, I, and I'm saying that there's, or, or fathers who don't want their children, I'm not saying that there aren't circumstances that don't exist whereby a person becomes pregnant and it's, and it's horrific and something needs to be done. But these people are using abortion like you would birth control pills. It's just like, you know, with no one's child, Get rid of the thing. But one thing I do know that even though they can they can do that, they never can get rid of the act they committed in their mind. They never can say um, that I never killed a child. That right. That I, that notion is still there. So it's like they think they got away with it, but you you really didn't get away with it. Right. You have to bear the responsibility. So Franklin Graham is warning people that the Biden-Harris ticket should be a great concern to all Christians. And he says that, um, he, well, actually, he's calling on all Christians to take note of one issue, presumptive Democrat nominee Joe Biden and his running mate, Harris, both adamantly support. And um, he says that, as a follower of Jesus Christ, I am pro-life and believe every life is precious to God. A Gallup poll from May found that almost a quarter of Democrats, and I believe that there's more than that, consider themselves pro-life, but Biden, who is Catholic, and Harris, a Baptist believer, both support abortion rights in stark contrast to Trump and Vice President Pence. Um, so he's calling on Christians to make a good quality decision according according right. to scripture. Because to me that's a deal breaker right there. Yeah, that and homosexuality, those are my deal breakers right off the bat, right off top, because they're really he's really gonna push that. He really said, I'm gonna make it my mission right. to um, have abortion <clears throat> to stay in place, homosexuality to stay in place. They pass an equality act where LGBTQ people get the rights to go into women's bathrooms, play sports and all this type of stuff and it's like the further left they just gone. Right. Exactly. Right. You gotta tip the scale, you gotta weigh the scale. Which one will be, you know, kingdom minded? Which, and you know that you know on both sides. It's like you look over here, you know it's gonna be problem, but you look over there, it's gonna be problem. But you have to um, at least Trump. You can give him a little something because he acknowledges pro life and it lines up with the scriptures. Right. At least that part, because even the Lord, there could have been there were, there were wicked kings, they, and and they could have done horrendous things. But when they did something that was in line with what the Lord approved of, he acknowledged it. You know, when they would do something that he considered to be a righteous move, 
the Lord acknowledged it. And I'm pretty sure the Lord acknowledges those uh, decisions that Trump has made to spare the innocent lives. Well, here's another article someone sent to me, and it, I found I was debating should I talk about it, should I not. It came from ChristianHeadlines.com, and there's a North Carolina bishop that argues that Kamala Harris, and this is quoted, ain't good for black folk. <laughs> and <clears throat> he said recently it's Pat Bishop Patrick Wooden Sr., and he delivered some scathing remarks about Vice President Kamala Harris in a sermon at his church, which is Upper Room Church of God in Christ in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wooten called Harris out on her criminal justice record during her time as California's Attorney General. You know, Kamala, oh, she's running for the Vice Presidency. I call her Miss Lock of a Brother. <laughs> for when she was the Attorney General in California, a Negro knew a black man knew that he was dead in the water if you appear before her because she took pride in locking up black folk. And all of a sudden here, she's trying to be sister girl. <laughs> I'm just quoting exactly from the article. Check out her record. She locked up, she locked us up left and right. Yes, she did. This is the bishop talking. Before playing a clip of, this, of a same-sex wedding officiated by Harris, Wooden added, she boasted she was one of the first to perform same-sex marriage. Now that, he continued, is who is supposed to deliver us? Are you crazy? I like what Maya Angelou said. She says, when people show you who they are, believe them. That's Kamala. And let me tell you, anybody who's trying to turn America into Sodom and Gomorrah is not good for this nation. Exactly. She's not good for the state. She ain't good for black folk. We need real people, he asserted. Wooten went on to criticize the Democratic, Democratic Party's belief, calling them antithetical to biblical Christianity. These people have an agenda, and their agenda, one of the things, is to get rid of the church, to have abortion on demand, to the promotion of all things LGBTQ. They want to bring in socialism and Marxism, forms of government that teach that God is not the deliverer and that our rights do not come from God, but that government is God. Which is ridiculous. And, and, and your hard-earned labor, what you earn, goes to someone else. Yeah, goes to someone else. Work as hard as you did. Right. And that we must serve the state it is antichrist. Yes, it is. That's what's behind keeping all this stuff going, Wooten said. The North Carolina bishop also stated that Black Lives Matter organization is being given millions of dollars by billionaire George Soros, who leads Open Society Foundation. In July, the foundation announced that it would give $220 million to black-led social justice groups such as Black Lives Matter, in order to dismantle systemic racism. Any black businesses seen all that money? Any of the black communities seen that money? <laughs> Any black kid trying to go to college? Right. Wouldn't ask. If you read what they say, therefore, they don't mention the black male one time. They are not for the black male, 
And you can't have a black community without the black male. That's true. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, and I will not allow the devil to break my mind, he asserted. A clip of Wooten's comments toward Harris and Black Lives Matter was posted on the YouTube channel. False pastors, prophets, teachers exposed. A shorter clip by the black conservative Melissa Tate was posted on Twitter. But I have to say, if he was here right now preaching in this church, I'd have to say amen. Right, exactly. I'd have to say amen. Right, I don't because know. it seems to be a, an attack on the potential future heads of household, which happens to be the black male. My goodness. But it's true. And I think people have to wake up and smell the coffee. Yes, they do. I mean, Democrats aren't what they used to be. I mean, I used to consider myself, I'm not saying I'm a Republican, but I'm, I'm for who is the best person. But I, I was very proud to be a Democrat. You know, in the union for I don't know how many years, a union steward for 20-some years, and believed in it until toward the end of my career, it was uh, my working career, you know, they were. That's when all things started to turn to same-sex health care for same-sex couples, and and we weren't even talking about same-sex marriage at that time. And they got mad at me because I felt like, why give health care for same-sex couples? Why not give it to a man and a woman living together as well? I, you know, so you know, I had a lot of trouble understanding their. They're thinking. Right. But anyway, we have to make a very good decision. Yeah, and not based it on, I, I don't know what they, now this is just me, like you said, I'm not uh, trying to promote a candidate. We're trying to do, promote the best ethical stand, the one that makes the most moral decision. That's the one that I for. But I saw this uh, commercial and I heard this music and it sounded like choir, like they were church. And, uh -huh. and then they said, uh, vote for Biden. But it's like, I, I was insulted. It's almost like putting him in the position of being a prophet or a, uh, he's a, coming as a savior. Like a savior, yeah. yeah I, I, I was insulted. Before. I've heard yeah. other people comment on yeah. that before. Boy, was I insulted. Mm -hmm. Like, we are just too ignorant. <laughs> I just, I, I, People need to look at issues, not just filling out census uh, uh, reports so that they can figure out who's going to get the most money from the government. That's that's ridiculous. You know, like James Brown used to say, you know, just open up the door, I'll go, I'll get it myself. They should look at how these immoral decisions are going to not just affect them, but their children and their children's children. You know, something idiotic like defund the police. I believe in demilitarizing the police, but not defunding them. That's so, they just say things that are so backwards that it doesn't make any sense to me. I want to give all your, our tax dollars to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. It's just a defund that. Right. You're not going to do that. Right. So, so whoever is not ashamed, like the Lord said, whoever calls on the name of Jesus or whoever uses the name of Jesus, the Lord said, you can't take that lightly. If a, if a person uh, is, isn't ashamed, just like uh, Trump, I'm not saying that he's saved, but at least he's not ashamed to pray. <clears throat> well, here's an article, and it came from the Christian Post report, reporter. 
Don, uh, President Trump revealed that he spoke to God about the economy amid the coronavirus pandemic and, told, and God told him he's going to have him rebuild the greatest economy in the history of the world again. Speaking at a small rally, that attracted several hundred supporters in Mankato, Minnesota. Trump branded um, Biden as a puppet of left-wing extremists who would destroy the American way of life by trying to erase our borders, eliminate our police, indoctrinate our children, vilify our heroes, take away our energy, and if he were elected, he would replace American freedom with left-wing fascism. Um, and like I, like you said, I, I don't believe he's saved, but a, at least I know he prays. And he acknowledges the Lord. And he acknowledges that God exists. Life. Right. And um, so if you had to pick the lesser of two evils, say then the only choice that you have, I pick the lesser of two evils. So anyway, in this in this um, rally that he was saying, he says. Then he revealed the conversation that he had with God about the economic crisis. And he said, you know what that is? That's God testing me, Trump explained. He said, you know, you, you did it once. And I said, I, did I do a great job, God? <laughs> I'm the only one who could do it, he said. That you shouldn't say, now we're going to have you do it again. I said, okay, I agree, you got me. But I did it once, and now I'm going to do it again. And you see the kind of numbers that we're putting up. They're unbelievable. Best num job numbers ever. Three months more. T well, I don't know. I don't, know, yeah, about I don't that. know about the conversation he had with God, but at least he or acknowledged if, or if he Lord had one. And has a healthy respect for the Lord. Right. It has a healthy respect for human, human life. life. And right. he's not afraid to publicly say it or to chastise, verbally chastise someone who comes up with something so ridiculous, he's not afraid to speak out and say, no, you know that's silly. But anyway, you know, I, I do know that Joe Biden, you know, uh, was forbidden to take communion, communion uh, a couple of times because of his stance on abortion. And then someone sent me this article, and I did read it again in, um, this came from the Daily Mail, but then I read it again on AT&T webpage, and you know, it's, it says that it, it's a book that uh, Jill Biden's ex-husband wrote, and he said that the first husband tells how she cheated on him with Biden, and they lied about how they started dating. You know, they lied for years. I don't know. You know, uh, his, her ex-husband says, I, I don't want to harm Jill's chances of becoming a first lady. She'd make an excellent first lady, but this is my story. It's not a bitter book. I'm not bitter because if it weren't, wasn't for my divorce, I would never have met my wife, Linda, and she's the greatest thing in my life, but it does have facts in it that aren't pleasant to Jill and Joe. And while this book and while these articles are like he said, she said, it makes you wonder, you know? Right. It, I mean, it gives you uh, something to something to think about, and, and and here's the thing: if Biden was pro-life, if Biden acknowledged God, and Trump didn't, I would say the same thing concerning him. I'm not looking at the individual; I'm looking at what they actually uh, say that they stand for, and and not just what they say, what they do. 
Because, it, it, like Lord said, not just a hearer of the word, but a doer. What, what, what do they say? And then after they say it, what do they actually do? Because as a, as a country, as a nation, if we put the Lord behind us and take him out of the picture, we're doomed. There, there is no doubt about it. Like he told the children of Israel, he told them if, if they didn't acknowledge him, then all the blessings that they would have received, Lord said he would take them. So uh, we have been blessed because we acknowledge the Lord. We stop right. acknowledging him. All those blessings will go down the tube because God will not deny himself and he does not give his glory to anyone else. Right. And then if you read in the Bible, you know, you can see it over and over and over again. The Lord blesses. You know, after the, the people get blessed, then they go the wrong way. They they worship false gods. They they go and they sin. And then when they're in trouble, they call out on the Lord and the Lord rescues them. Every time, every time, no matter how bad they were, no matter what they did, the Lord rescues them. So I guarantee that if we call on the Lord, not just on that national day of prayer, national right. day that's set aside for everyone to pray, but I guarantee that if we all would call on the Lord, he would rescue this country. Right. Even of the virus, even of our economy, even of... Right. I'm hoping, I'm praying that we are not the little uh, horn. I'm praying that we're not that Babylon horn. I'm praying that we could somehow as a nation turn to the Lord. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath, praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day come from Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is, for he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out the roots by the river and shall not see what when he come, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Now, ain't God all right? God, God is all right. right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought is, or was, what is the strength of sin? And the answer is the law. And the answer can be found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 56, which reads, The stamp of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. This week's food for thought is, if you see a nice-looking woman who has absolutely no discretion, what do you think she's like? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.